It's Thursday, September 22nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Federal Reserve approved its third consecutive interest rate rise of 0.75 percentage point and signaled additional large increases were likely, even though they are raising the risk of recession. Fed officials voted unanimously to lift their benchmark federal funds rate to a range between 3% and 3.25%, a level last seen in early 2008. Nearly all of them expect to raise rates to between 4% and 4.5% by the end of this year, according to new projections released Wednesday, which would call for sizable rate increases at policy meetings in November and December. Stock markets tumbled after a volatile trading day. The broad S&P 500 index fell 66 points. The yield on the two-year U.S. Treasury note settled around 3.993%, nearly a 15-year high. Meanwhile, yields on longer-term Treasuries fell since higher rates could lead to a sharper economic downturn. In other news, Hurricane Fiona intensified into a Category 4 storm Wednesday as it made a northern trek past Puerto Rico, where it unleashed catastrophic floods, and hit the Dominican Republic and Turks and Caicos with heavy rain. The storm, which is the first major hurricane in the Atlantic Ocean this year, strengthened as it moved away from the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos. The National Hurricane Center said Fiona was approaching Bermuda with winds close to 130 miles an hour. Forecasters said the storm would continue to strengthen Wednesday before weakening possibly this weekend. Fiona has only grown more powerful since it made landfall in Puerto Rico Sunday. More than one million customers remained without power on Wednesday for a fourth straight day since the island-wide blackout began, while less than a third of the island has electric service and around 40% of the island does not have water service. Around the world, Iranians experienced a near-total internet blackout on Wednesday amid days of mass protests against the government over the death of a woman held by the country's morality police for allegedly violating its strictly enforced dress code. An Iranian official had earlier hinted that such measures might be taken out of security concerns. The loss of connectivity will make it more difficult for people to organize protests and share information about the government's rolling crackdown on dissent. Iran has seen nationwide protests over the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini, who was detained for allegedly wearing the mandatory Islamic headscarf too loosely. The protests continued for a fifth day on Wednesday, including in the capital, Tehran. Back in the U.S., the House passed legislation Wednesday that would overhaul the way Congress counts and ratifies presidential elector votes. The 229-203 to vote in favor of the Presidential Election Reform Act in the House will set up a showdown with the Senate, where a bipartisan group of lawmakers has proposed a similar bill to overhaul the 1887 Electoral Count Act, albeit with some key differences. The Senate legislation already has public support from 10 Republican senators, enough to overcome the chamber's 60-vote filibuster threshold if all 50 members of the Democratic caucus vote yes. The House bill, introduced by Representative Liz Cheney and Representative Zoe Lofgren, both of whom are members of the select committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot, would make clear that the Congress's role in ratifying states' electoral college votes is ministerial and that the vice president's role is merely to publicly count the votes. And, 
NASA said it completed a practice run of fueling the agency's moon rocket despite encountering hydrogen leaks, bringing the agency a step closer to again trying to launch the massive vehicle. The National Aeronautics and Space Administration's test on Wednesday aimed to demonstrate that engineers can transfer vast amounts of supercold propellants, liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen, into the rocket's tanks. The hours-long test was a precursor to the agency's attempting another launch after two scrubbed flights over the past month. NASA said in a tweet that engineers had successfully filled the liquid hydrogen tank on the main part of the rocket. That marked a milestone because the agency was not able to complete fueling earlier this month. Officials at the agency have twice decided to call off potential launches from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida because of issues that emerged during the fueling process. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.